Greetings and welcome back to another ongoing series of Shimon Dafyomi. My name is Yitzchak Shalom. And now we are beginning our study of Masachet Sukkah. Masachet Sukkah, as I presented in the handout, is made up of five chapters, um, each one of them devoted to a different perspective of the Chag. And the first, which is the longest chapter, is devoted to Heksher Sukkah, proper size of a Sukkah, dimensions of a Sukkah, makeup of a Sukkah, etc. Uh, <clears throat> a sukkah which is higher than 20 amot, which means that the level of the schach is 20 amot off the ground, is psula, invalid. Rabbi Huda machshir. We don't know if that means that Rabbi Huda allows it to any height or to a higher height than, higher than 20, but some other number. Three other components that are listed together because no one dissents here is if it's not ten tfachim off the ground, less than that, or if it had, does not have three walls, or if there is more sun than shade, it is pasul. Basic ground, laying the groundwork for a sukkah. Okay, Tanatam, the Gemara immediately contrasts our Mishnah with the Mishnah at the beginning of Eruvin. So again, we find Rabbi Yehuda allowing a higher dimension, but there the idea is that when you have the Mavui and the Lechi, uh, sorry, the Korah, that goes on top of it, is above 20 Amot, the Mishnah says, lower it. Rabbi Yehuda says, you don't have to. Why in our Mishnah did the there was the consequence, pasul, not with the fix, but it's pasul. And in the context of Mavui, it says fix it. The answer, one answer is sukkah, do right, It's possible to talk about a sukkah being kasher pasul, because it, ha- it has de- definition, mi do right, says pasul. Mavui do rabbanan In the case of Mavui, you can't say Mavui is pasul, because a Mavui is not a chepsa shal mitzvah, Mavui is just a street, the, the barrier, the, the wall outside of the of the street. And so therefore, the whole institution is Durabanan, and so they say, it's the Takanta, the Takana. The truth is that even in a law that's Doraita, we would mention a Takana. There's lots of details involved with the Sukkah, such as if you would have the Schach be above 20, but some of the Schach would come below, and the amount that comes below creates more shade. All sorts of details. Therefore, the Tana just used a simple word, which is Pasul. Mavui, lo nafish mila. Mavui is very simple. There's only one thing. Lower the beam. Therefore, Tani Takanta. So two answers to that question. Now, Manahani Mili. Why is it that the Sukkah has a maximum height, beyond which it's Pasul? Three answers. Amarabah, Damarkram, Manyidudorotechem, Kivasukot Hashavti Pnei Yisrael. That the mitzvah given is one of those unique mitzvot, rel- relatively unique mitzvot, rare mitzvot, which is given with the reason for the mitzvah. It's in order that your generation shall know that I had you sit in Sukkot. Uh, we will later on discuss what that means in the famous Machloket of Akiva Rabbeliezer. But it is about awareness. And Rabbi's comment is, If the schach is 20 amot or less, from his vantage point, then he's aware that he's in a sukkah. Above that, he doesn't know. Your eye doesn't notice it. It's out of your general peripheral vision. Now, of course, there's lots of issues here, such as what if the guy's sitting on a high stool, and what if the guy's very tall, 
<coughs> and we certainly don't say it's 20 amot from his head, it's 20 amot from the ground. But here we would say lo pluk. Rabbi Zeva has a different explanation. He says, That the pasuk in Yishayahu says a sukkah will be a covering from uh, harsh uh, heat. And the notion is, The issue is the sukkah is to provide cell, shade. So therefore, within 20 amot, you're sitting in the shade of the roof, of the schach. If it's higher than that, in a typical sukkah, and we're going to see what the dimensions are, above then you're sitting in the shade of the walls, not of the schach. So Abayi turned to Rabbi Zeir and said, So if a man makes a sukkah in, uh, in an area of very strong stones, are you going to say that it's not a sukkah because he's sitting in the shade of the walls? If you take those walls out of the way, you still have the shade of the sukkah. But here, if the, if the schach is 20 amot high, if you take the walls away, and just imagine a floating schach, 30 amot in the air, you're not sitting under that shade at all. Okay, Rav Amar accepted one particular point in the day. Rav Amar has a third proof. Mi'acha basukote shvu shivat yamim. The mitzvah is to live in the sukkah. Amrat Torah kol shivat yamim tsei midirat akeva v'shev midirat arai. Rav is really the one who introduces this notion that you should leave your regular uh, inhabit, uh, habitation and move into a temporary hut. And the notion is anesimama adam osed dirato dirat arai l'mal anesimama and adam osed dirato dirat arai. A person would not make a temporary hut more than 20 amot high. Truth is, a person probably wouldn't make a temporary hut more than a few amot high. But in any case, that's the shear that he's giving. That's already an established place. So Abai again challenged that and says, What if you built a very strong structure out of metal and put schach on top? It would be invalid because it's not a temporary residence. Uh, style of temporary residence? So Rabbi said, this is what I meant. Rabbi said, within 20 amot, that theoretically could be a temporary residence. Even if you make it set with hard walls, etc., but above 20, which is always going to be a fixed residence, even if you make it temporary with uh, thin walls, then it then you're not Yotzei. Now, Kulu Karaba Loami. Nobody agreed with Rabba, meaning Rav Zerun Rava did not agree with Rabba from the Manyedu. How you deal a Doroti? He said that that doesn't mean that the mitzvah of the sukkah, the sukkah has to be set up in such a way that the people in it will recognize where they are. But rather, the purpose of this mitzvah for generations is the generations should know that about having been been protected in the Sukkot. They didn't. Uh, Rabbi and Rava did not like Rabbi Zeir's pasuk. That's a prophecy about the future of Mashiach. That's not a halachic sukkah. Rabbi Zeir says answer is beim can't lay makrav said call it a chupat. My tarti said I'll agree with you. That it could be about Yimot Mashiach. But besides that, the fact that Yeshayahu used the word sukkah teaches us also, also this halachah. 
and Rabba and Rabbi Zera did not like Rabba's pasuk because of Abayi's challenge to him which effectively said that well you could construct something much lower that's very fixed or something much higher that's very temporary Okay, come on, as the Rabbi Yoshia Amarav. So we have a statement of Rav. Machlokut b'shein tfanot migiot l'schach. That the only machlokut between miyun chachamim is uh, about twenty or more, uh, about above twenty, is only if the walls don't reach all the way to the schach. About tfanot migiot l'schach. Afilu malam yisrael makshira. That even chachamim would agree that if we're higher than twenty, as long as the walls went all the way up to the top, that it's kasher. So keman keraba. That must follow Rabba's thinking. The Amar mishum de loshal tabeina. Rabba's point was that above 20 amot, your eye doesn't notice it. But if the walls go all the way up, you'll just follow the walls all the way up, and you'll see it even if it's higher. Okay. Now we have another statement of Rav. The machloket of height is only if the sukkah is a minimal 4 by 4 amot. If it's bigger than that, could even be higher. So come on, Rabbi Zera, that works with Rabbi Zera. From Mishum Tselhu, he says the whole issue is shade. The cave under Vicha, if the sukkah is wider than Ikatzel sukkah. And then there's going to be a geometric ratio that we work with. The width of the sukkah allows for more height where you'll still be under the shade of the sukkah. A third statement of Rav. That the machloket is with a bit smaller. If the sukkah only holds the minimal amount, which is your head and most of your body and your table could be in there, then then the machloket about 20 or higher. If it's bigger than it could hold your, ta- your whole table and your whole body, then it could even be higher than 20. Kiman, that doesn't fit anybody's. Because Rabbah isn't helped with that, you still aren't going to notice it above 20. Rabzeira isn't helped by that, because you're still going to be sitting in the shade of the walls, not the shade of the sukkah. And Rabbah is not going to be helped, because this is still the style of a dirat keva, or the height of a dirat keva. Okay. Now let's look at these three statements in Rav's name. So they had three different takes of what Rav said the Machloket applied to. Uh, and Rabbi Yoshia, who was the first one, who said it's whether or not the Tfarot reached the Schach, I understand where he disagreed with them. In other words, they said that Rav limited the Machloket to a case where it was very small, but if it's bigger then he said there's no machloket. And Rabbi Shia said, no, it's about the Tfanot reaching up. So we see where they disagreed. But the latter two, it sounds like they're disagreeing about the minimal size of a sukkah. The first one felt it was arbamot, and therefore he quoted Rabbi as saying the machloket is only if it's arbal arba. He says, no, the extra sukkah is really somewhat of a subjective shear. It has to be enough for your head and most of your body and your table to be in there. Look, everybody agrees that that's the shear. The disagreement is as follows, meaning Rav Hanan um, Baraba and um, and Rav Huna disagree as follows. That the machloket is only in that minimal shear. 
The second opinion of Hanan Baraba said, no, the disagreement in Rabbi Yehuda and Chachamim is from minimal shear up to four amot. But after it's four amot, then they would all agree it's kasher. So make them watch this challenge. So we asked the question in the Mishnah, does Rabbi Yehuda have any limit? And here in this bright, Rabbi Yehuda has a limit of 40 or 50 amot. Now, Rabbi Yehuda, and Rabbi Yehuda to substantiate says that, says, Helini Hamalka Hamalka was a righteous woman, a very famous story about her in Masachat Nazir, uh, and she was in Lod. Her sukkah was higher than 20 amot. And the elders would come in and out of the sukkah. They didn't say anything to it. Does that prove anything? That uh, the sukkah could be higher? She's a woman. She's exempt from sukkah. She had seven sons. Plus, whatever she did was alpei chachamim. So, what was he adding back? Why did he add the second component? After all, having seven sons would be enough, because at least some of them are over a mitzvah, and they're old enough to be chayim and sukkah, and they need a proper sukkah. And therefore, if it's over 20, that proves that that's valid. This is what he said. If you think her sons were all minors, claim to run a sukkah, and they're exempt, came into shiva there must have been at least somebody who was old enough to be independent of his mother. And that is a shear that we're going to see later in the second parak where, where a child is already chayav. And you think that a boy that age, we'll call it seven or eight years old, until Bar Mitzvah is only chayav to Rabbanan, you think she doesn't care about the Rabbanans. That's why we Rabbi Yehuda added Everything she did was based on Chachamim. She followed the letter of the law strictly. If the rabbi said that a child of that age needs a proper sukkah, she would make sure that her child had a proper sukkah. And if it was above 20, that means above 20 is okay. All right. So, according to uh, to <coughs> Rabbi Yoshia, who said the machloket was only if the walls don't reach the top, darker to my college, sukkah, Mishum uh, in a queen's sukkah is going to have some air, so therefore it won't reach all the way, and therefore Chachamim would disagree and say that twenty was not valid. But according to Rav Chanan Barabbin and Rav Huna, who say the machlokut is only if it's a small sukkah, but if it's a big sukkah, then it could be even higher than twenty, and therefore Chachamim should not have disagreed at all with Rabbi Yehuda about Heleni, and their answer should have been that was a big sukkah. A queen doesn't sit in a small sukkah. Really, the sukkah might have been a small booth that was private for her and other sukkot around. Her private chamber inside might have been very small. Rabbanan's answer to Rabbi Yudah would be, her sons were in a proper sukkah, not hers, and and that was not twenty high. The, the theirs were not twenty high. The she sat in the inner one that was very small for privacy, and it was much higher, and it didn't matter because she was a woman. That's why they didn't say anything to her. 
Yehuda says, no, her sons were residing with her. They still didn't say anything to her because it was kosher, because Rabbi Yehuda says, even above 20 is valid. We'll return later to Rabbi Yehuda's comment about Afilu Arba'im Chamishim and see if whether that gives us a clue if he does have some sort of an upper limit. In the meantime, we'll pause at this point, uh, and we will pick it up in the next podcast. In the meantime, everybody should have a wonderful day.